Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. So today we're going to start with a little bit of a riddle. The question is, what does the play Hamilton, the Empire State Building, and your favorite dog food have in common? Now, I don't know that you have a favorite dog food. What about your dog's favorite food? Maybe that's the way to say it. Maybe you don't have a dog. Maybe you have a cat. So your cat's food um, also has something in common with Hamilton and the Empire State Building. So pause a second. See if you can get where I'm tracking with this. Why would you? It's very arbitrary, actually. But what I want to put forth is that every one of these things, so plays and infrastructure and consumables, every one of them starts with a concept. They all started with a plan to create or recreate something. So the creative process is very different from person to person, but it starts with something like curiosity, and someone ponders about something, and then they begin to experiment, they begin to design, they begin to draft. And then they start to edit, and then they start to put it out there, and they start to test things and improve upon things. And there's this process that unfolds because someone has an idea. One of the places I'm struck by this is every time I go to a youth fair. So this last year, I went to the Kent County Youth Fair, and there are so many types of mediums, different types of projects put on display. There's projects made of wood. There's projects etched in glass or blown glass. There's projects on canvas. There's projects on posters. There's 3D printed materials, there's dioramas, there's beadwork. There's so many different mediums. It's a staggering amount of creativity because someone was curious and had an idea and experimented and designed and revised, and then they put their stuff out there. And I'm struck by this again and again. Every medium is someone's own interpretation of things that are meaningful to them. And it's fascinating to think that prior to his conception of the play Hamilton, it didn't exist. Prior to someone's architectural renderings of the Empire State Building, it didn't exist. It was in imagination only. Even something as simplistic as your dog's favorite food once upon a time didn't exist. And then someone worked on creating it. And I want to do something today very specifically. I wanted to plant a seed, but I think more so I want to subtract a seed or remove a seed for you to the best of my ability. And it's I want to remove the seed of doubt and replace it with the seed of hope that you are a creator. And what's so neat about creation is a creator loves something before it exists. And that's the very reason that things are brought into existence, into being, because someone sees it before it exists. And of course, there are some things that came in to being because they were happy accidents or they were the byproduct of something. That's absolutely true. But many of the things that we see, many of the things that we overlook, many of the things we don't tune into, they were created by someone who had a concept. And what I love is the idea that art is creation. As soon as we demand that it's precise, as soon as we demand a certain outcome, as soon as we demand it looks a certain way, it stops being art. It becomes a task. But I tend to look at the world, I I exist in a world where I'm surrounded by art. I go to a grocery store and I see 50 different types of bedspreads 
spreads. And those are, maybe it's a furniture store. Anyway, I don't know. It gets really confusing when they, they sell a whole bunch of stuff in all of these different stores. So anyway, run with me here. It's incredible to me that every print we see started as a concept. Every type of bedding, every different cut, every different texture, every different image, they were all concepts. They were all non-existent and then someone thought of it and then it became a thing. Everything around us started as concept. The buildings that I see, the infrastructure that I see, the different packaging on the shelves at the store, the different food products, they all started as concept. Every class you've attended, every seminar that you've listened to, every book that you've read, every piece of sports equipment, every piece of technology, these are other people's concepts, other people's ideas. Other people walked forward once they had a concept and they worked on executing it. They pondered and experimented and designed and drafted and edited and tested and improved and then came up with a product. Look around you. Go to a clothing store, a grocery store, a hobby store, an art fair. You can go basically anywhere and notice how many things started as concept. And then you expand out your thinking to say, maybe something exists for me that I could bring one of my ideas, one of my dreams, one of my concepts to fruition. There is space for you in that. That's the beauty. Now, here's the issue. Not everything and not everyone should necessarily try to monetize their ideas. I understand the drive there, but that may be one of the sole impedances that stops people from becoming creators. What if it's about doing something you love because you love it? because it lights you up, because it adds meaning to your life, it adds purpose, it adds value. So I have big plans going forward. One of the next steps is to launch a YouTube channel. Once that's going, I'm going to get on TikTok and try to kind of cross promote some things, try to generate cross interest because one of the demographics I wanna hit are young adults and they're using TikTok more frequently than other social media platforms. My goal is to publish a book at some point and hopefully books going forward. And I want to create a lot of content that camps out at the intersection of mental health and education. Now, ideally, some of it can be monetized at some point going forward, but that's not the goal. The goal is to create and do things that I love. And the goal is to pour into these causes and into these ideas because I'm a creator. Because prior to me doing these specific things, they didn't exist in the same form it will take if and when I step into my dreams, if and when I step into doing things that I love. And the same is true for you. If you want to create something, do it. Why is someone's product that's on the shelf better than what you could bring to us? Why is someone's display in a window more important or more impactful than what you might be able to generate or create? Why is that person's concept hanging on the wall somehow superior to what you have to offer? Now, maybe it's different from what you have to offer. Maybe you're not the artist, you're not the designer, you're not the product creator. But who are you? What skills do you have? What can you contribute? Because we all have it in us. Why is any other creator better than you? Now, are they different? Sure. Do they have different skill sets and different abilities? Absolutely. Will some of us have more marketable skills, skills that can be monetized easier? Of course. But we all have it in us to be creators. And those who have their content out there, those who have their artwork out there, those who have their buildings out there, those who have their lectures out there, their books, whatever medium it is where they've created, the big difference between them and you is they've taken that step forward and invited in vulnerability by putting themselves out there and rejection as a part of the package. And a lot of times that's what limits us from stepping forward boldly. One of the things that for me has really shifted over this last year, so as I started writing about a year ago, I remember reaching out to a friend and saying, I'm immobilized with fear. And he said, okay, but write anyway. And one of the reasons I felt immobilized is because I wanted to know, will I be guaranteed success? 
Of course not. There is no guarantee for success. And so over the last year, I've had to reshape my metric for being successful. The success has to be that I've created. The success has to be that I get to create. The success has to be that the life I've lived has produced the experiences that help me promote specific gifts and talents or contributions to the world around me. I get to create. That's an amazing thing to do. And so my idea is to give of myself open-handedly instead of close-fisted. Close-fisted says, I'm really precious about my stuff. You have to take it. I can't be rejected. I'm only going to give it if I'm guaranteed success. Open-handed says, I get to create. I get to put this out there and see if it hits. And if it hits, awesome. And if it doesn't hit, I still get to create. And that in and of itself is a gift because it means I'm out there living life and I'm stepping into my potential and I'm inviting others into a piece of what's important to me. When I go to the youth fair and I see all different types of created work, it's an invitation from every child to observe them in their uniqueness and appreciate them for who they are and where they're at. And that's a beautiful invitation. That is a vulnerable invitation. Every single loaf of bread that you see, every single brand of yogurt, every search that you do on Amazon, every piece of furniture, every box in your house, even the modern day construction of your house, all of that started with a concept. And you have concepts. Someone was curious, they pondered something, they did some experiments, they designed, they drafted, they edited, they tested, and they improved because it meant they got to create. And if you have a gift in you, if you have a talent, if you have something you want to be true, give it open-handedly to the world around you. Don't demand that it take on a certain form because once you do that, it becomes a task. But you get to be a creator, you get to be an artist, you get to be an innovator if you open-handedly give of yourself to those around you because it's the right thing to do, because it's a, a thing that you love to do because sharing your gifts with the world is so important. And if it's not monetized, at some point, I hope you say that's okay too. I can still give freely and it's a joy to give freely. So go out into the world and create my friends. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.